0: What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's Word and see what He has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey guys, good to be with you, and I'm with my good buddy, Philip. Phillip. What's hey, up? For, to, <laughs> was that a dramatic pause? Like, do I say waiting, my name or do you? Say waiting my, for the drum roll? Yeah. Uh, What's up, guys? I love doing these dialogue episodes. Thank you, Philip, for coming up here. And uh, you and I were talking about doing signups for Acts, and you said, oh, "I've been thinking about Chapter Four lately." Yeah. So we're going to continue on with that. Thank you guys for joining us, and and Philip and I are going to do this like we normally do, it's just dialogue style. We're going to read the scripture verbatim, make a few points, and just kind of interact with application and encouragement for you guys. So this is day eight. We're in Acts chapter four, verses one through twenty-two. Now I was with us the last episode. This is the beginning of it's uh, Peter and John who heal the guy, right, Mm -hmm. as he's crippled. And then they they get into this confrontation. Um, And yesterday, at the end of chapter three, I I was talking about how I thought it was pretty cool how the people are astounded, and then instead of taking the credit for it, Peter basically goes on the offensive. And he's like, no, this is God doing this. You killed Jesus, and you need to repent, and here's the gospel, and he presents it. And it gets in trouble. Yeah, he does. This is a continuation of that confrontation. Yeah right on the end of that healing. And so, Philip, I'm going to turn over you if you want to okay. read that. You're yeah. reading out of the NASB. That's right, New American Standard. New American Standard. It's my study Bible, so it's got my notes in it. That's a good one. I like that in addition to the ESV, I'm so. sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: little harder to read and understand sometimes, yeah. so I'll try to do my best. So beginning verse 1 of chapter 4, And as they were speaking to the people, the priest and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came upon them being greatly disturbed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put them in jail until the next day, for it was already evening. But many of those who had heard the message believed, and the number of men came to be about 5,000. Wow. And it came upon uh, about the next day that their rulers and elders and scribes were gathered together in Jerusalem, and uh, Annas, the high priest, and was there as, along with Caiaphas and John and Alexander and all who were of the high priestly descent. And when they had placed them in the center, they began to inquire, By what power or in what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are on trial today for a benefit done to a sick man as to how this man was made, has been made well, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by this name this man stands before you in good health. He is the stone which was rejected by you, the builders but which became the very cornerstone. Mm. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven that has been given unto men by which we must be saved. Mm. Now as they observed the confidence of Peter and John and understood that they were uneducated and untrained men, they were marveling and began to recognize them as having been with Jesus. And seeing the man who had been healed standing with them They had nothing to say in reply. But when they had ordered them to go aside out of the council, they began to confer with one another, saying, What shall we do with these men? For the fact that a noteworthy miracle has taken place through them is apparent to all who live in Jerusalem, Mm -hmm. and we cannot deny it. But in order that it may not spread any further among the people, let us warn them to speak no more to any man in this name. And when they had summoned them, they commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to give heed to you rather than to God, you be the judge. For we cannot stop speaking what we have seen and heard. And when they had threatened them further, they let them go, finding no basis on which they might punish them on account of the people, because they were all glorifying God what had happened for the man was more than 40 years old mm. on whom this miracle of healing had been performed
0: yeah so I mean it's pretty profound and they're making these like strong accusations yeah. and the leadership you know Caiaphas and Annas and Alexander like the religious establishment high they- cotton yeah I
1: grew up saying hi this is yeah these the are these, these are these are the these are the people who are who feel highly respected and who really rule
0: yeah, the roost? They do, and yeah. and it's like this is they they can't deny that. Well, this is y'all are doing good stuff, but y'all shut shut up about Jesus, mm-hmm. okay? Like sh- yeah. like we we want to do things our way. Yeah. So, what are a couple like things that were profound or stuck out to you?
1: Well, just the boldness of Peter and John. I mean, mm-hmm. just a, a couple months ago, they were cowering in fear of, yeah. of these guys denying he ever knew jesus yeah but the resurrection changes everything and, absolutely you know, really the easter message that pastor British shared this uh, this easter was the resurrection just changes everything so they had this new boldness mm. and uh, as, you, as you said you know and peter defers to where this power came from it's yeah. it's from jesus the one that y- you rejected that you delivered that you yep. killed and and it's it's one thing to say that behind somebody's back, but, you know, as, yeah. as the chapter progresses, he's standing in front of these guys. You know, they're in the center, and all around them are these robed-up religious elites mm. accusing them, yep. and they don't shy away. But that key phrase there, filled with the Holy Spirit, yep. you know, this really wasn't even in Peter's power. He was just, the Spirit was upon him. And that... I, uh, Got goosebumps just Mm -hmm. thinking about that. As we we think about that kind of power, and how it's available to us too, and one of the reasons you know, as you were talking about the Acts podcast, I love verse thirteen. It it it's 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 been highlighted, it's been circled, and it's been highlighted and encircled so long ago in my Bible that it's faded some.
0: Let me you me read out of the ESV, and then I'll you can read it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So ESV says verse thirteen. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated common men, they were astonished, and they recognized that they had been with Jesus. Yeah.
1: My my, uh, introduction to full-time ministry came as I was basically uh, losing a retail business. Mm. And so I, I came into ministry work uh, without the credentials that most do, uh, I don't have the seminary degree. I've, I've asked people who've gone to seminary so what, what some of their critical courses were, and I've read, but yeah. didn't go through the rigors of getting a master's degree or even a, an undergraduate degree in biblical studies. Right. You know, I have a degree in political science. That's right? cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> but so that part about being uneducated or untrained. In, in my translation, yeah. uh, common uh, speaks to me because I'm doing the work of someone that typically has more training than I do, but they recognize them as having spent time with Jesus. Yeah. You know, that's That's really what I want on my grave mm. marker. You know, he just spent
0: time with Jesus. Philip Robinson spent time with Jesus. Yeah, there could be nothing higher. The there could yeah. be nothing
1: higher than that. No, it won't be the uh, degrees earned, but he spent time with Jesus. And one of my favorite, uh, uh, you know, I guess we all have things we use to kind of check in where we are yeah. spiritually, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I was profoundly impacted by a book by Lewis Smeds, it was a book on forgiveness, but, but the, the phrase was, when we forgive, we walk in stride with a forgiving God. Mm. And but that works for any God characteristic, so when we love, we walk in stride with a loving God. You can fill in all the blanks. I know I've shared this before on previous podcasts, so pardon the repetition, but it's something that never uh, ventures too far away from me. But... You know, you think about walking in stride. Peter and John were walking in
0: stride. Philip, you have a long stride. With Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to keep up with you. <laughs> Sorry, interrupted. That's all right. Uh, they were walking in stride, stride with Jesus. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, you know, that's the question, Philip. Are you walking in stride with Jesus? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, don't say it. Don't don't necessarily ask it every day, but yeah. you know, several times a week. Am I walking in stride? And then, what about your walk? You know, you can be walking with someone, but not really in stride with them. So you can have proximity, mm, yeah. but be a little off rhythmically. Yeah. And then, of course, we can always drift. You know, I, I've done trails with my family. And uh, sometimes I always let my boys lead t- when they got old enough. And they would sometimes lose, I would lose visual contact with yeah. them. And that was always disconcerting. Just to lose visual contact, so you can get far enough away, and you're walking that you lose mm. that 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 sense of perceived sense of closeness too. So, four thirteen is
0: is uh, uh, is a big verse for me. I just I, I love Spent it. Spent time with Jesus. Yeah, it's just, you know I think not. You're not like down on yourself about not having theological education. And we're extrapolating, taking their yeah, Jewish, yeah, yeah. you know system and then like oh that that's equals christianity and seminary and stuff like that so but you also have years i mean you one of the founding people at new vision from yeah, the late 80s yeah, right yeah, like you have yeah. years of experience yeah. spending time with jesus and you were talking about i want to go back to that okay uh, we've got time so okay you've been in ministry for a long time you know kind of father figure to me and i'm sure to a lot of other people and you talk about being in stride and since being in ministry it's like you're you're coming here and doing doing a job basically right it's part of it's vocational mm-hmm. do you do you struggle with like being out of stride or out of step and it's how how much harder that is because you're in ministry like because you are in vocational ministry
1: well yes and no some some ways because it's your job you get to spend more time in god's word and reading things that are Help you grow. Yeah. So you're you can be really you're in it all the time. You can be intentional about it, but the thing we have to guard against is uh, uh, performance. Mm. uh, uh, Getting it, getting it, uh, getting so far removed from people and the love of people that it becomes transactional Mm -hmm. versus loving people
0: genuinely. Yeah. 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 Not doing things for the sake of doing things. And yeah, I think checking uh, the boxes. Yeah.
1: Pastor Brady's let out with our ministry maxims, and one of it is we're not professionals but servants. Mm. And so that, once again, that really speaks to thirteen. Just they, it's you know, Peter and John are recognized as having spent time with Jesus. Yeah,
0: definitely. I think that's huge. And then again, like not looking down, they're they're looked down on from this establishment because they're not religiously trained in their system, but. They're recognizing the boldness, and then the, just the simplicity of the message, which yeah. applies to everybody. That's yeah. a huge encouragement. Yeah, They're like, hey, there's no other name by which we were saved, right? <laughs> like, no no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. That's verse 12. That's salvation. Yeah. Yeah. The gospel message is simple, and you spend time with Jesus or not? Are you empowered by the Holy Spirit yeah. or are you not?
1: And then when they tell them not to proclaim that name, <laughs> I say well it's you like, uh, you be the judge we go list we have you to listen to or, or god yeah, yeah exactly you yeah you can't help but we're not we're talk we're going to do we're going to proclaim that name yep because once once you've tasted it once mm-hmm. you've experienced it once you've had that moment where you have been filled with the holy spirit and you've seen what he can do through a surrendered life i'm going to do this again absolutely no matter what you tell me
0: and i think about as someone who probably mentioned Jesus quite a bit, after this, the the guy who was healed, yeah. what was your kind of takeaway from his perspective? Like what well, might be his perspective? Uh,
1: well, a couple things. You know, Jesus had to walk past this guy because he was standing. He was you know laying at the temple begging for alms, yeah. and he'd been doing it. Well, the Bible says he was a little over
0: forty years old. Yeah, th- and this is outside of Solomon's portico, yeah, so this yeah. is like. Everybody knew this guy. Jesus had seen him. So it reminds me of John 9 where, you know,
1: Jesus says, you know, he's asked, why is this guy blind? And he says, well, he wasn't Mm -hmm. blind because of sin, but because of glory of God to be revealed. It reminds me of John 11 where Jesus delays going to heal Lazarus so he can call him forth from the grave. Yeah. You know, so it's. He had to die for him to glorify God. Yeah. Trusting God's (laughs) timing. This guy had had to be almost in some ways ignored by jesus yeah he could have healed for them. this moment yep and that encourages me because sometimes uh my sense of god's what god's timing should be and what my sense you know it, they're not the same mm-hmm. you know it's and, sure. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and so hang on but you, it's you, coming you were saying before we, we hit the record button i love the way you worded it and you might have to refresh me but you were saying basically like Waiting at this point in time is what brought God the most glory because yeah. now it's this story yeah. with the confrontation with Peter and John and yeah. that's his healing because yeah,
1: Peter and John needed this. The five thousand men who were captivated by this, who what it started this almost uproar in Jerusalem that caught the attention of the leaders there. That, that we have got to stop this. We got to shut it down. We can't stop what's happened, but we got to keep it from growing. Mm. You know, and then, then of course we know.
0: They failed in that mission to keep it from growing, didn't they? (laughs) Exactly. They tried harder. Well, uh, what's another profound thing is like we think, well, why didn't Jesus heal him when he saw him? He must have seen him. Mm -hmm. He's been there. Like, well, he waited. All right, his healing came. But what's even better than that is Jesus could have healed him, and he would have just been healed. Well, you still got to die and still got to pay for your sin. Jesus was on a mission to go to the cross. Yeah. Right? He healed people along the way Mm -hmm. to point to something he was about to do. And now we have the cross fully realized in this ministry of Peter and John, who are preaching this gospel yeah. that know their name under heaven is what you're saying. Yeah. So under the inspiration of the Spirit, exactly, Peter and John can say there is salvation is in no one else. Yep. Only this the one name. Jesus. The guy gets healed, but he gets something better, and that's salvation. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Yeah, I me. Mean, yeah, story. this is really good. Great Thank story. you so much. Uh, that was a little bit longer episode. Actually, not too bad, but. Uh, Thank you guys for joining us. I always enjoy hanging out with Philip. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, eavesdropping on us with, <laughs> with us. And so I uh, hope you're encouraged. Uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Philip, do you have anything for us?
1: No, just uh, imagine what it's like to be filled with the Spirit mm-hmm. and to have that kind of boldness in, in, in your life today. There'll be a moment for that.
0: Yeah. We want to pray yeah, for us real sure, quick?
1: Yeah, Father God, just uh, thank you for this reminder of what a surrendered life can accomplish uh, in your power. God, We are we are we're nothing. Uh, But you make us uh, your children and your ambassadors. And so, God, may we carry the name of Ambassador of Christ uh, boldly with us today as we uh, seek to live full lives uh, through your son, Jesus. And it's
0: in his name we pray. Amen. Amen.